This is the Bar Stewards Enquiry. You are talking absolute rubbish. Absolute rubbish. In, in what way? You are an underachiever in life. You were, I saved your bacon one time. You were gone. Well, I couldn't save you. I, I don't know if you are, but you said the right thing. But well, that's why you don't know anything about racing, John. I, I didn't say I do. Right? I'm saying that. What have you contributed to racing? You are one of these take-out merchants. Take out all you can. Hello and a very big warm welcome to the Barstures Inquiry Weekend Podcast. My name's Lee Keys of SystemBet.co.uk and joining me to troll through the minefield that is Saturday's cards at Chester, York and Sandown are John Lang. Good evening, John. Good evening, Lee. Secondly, Andy Richmond. Good evening, Andy. Good evening. And last but not least, the man in form. Certainly last week, Nick Davis. Good evening, Nick. Good evening, Lee. Right. We're going to chew on with our very best bets uh, for the weekend. Uh, quite difficult fare if you're following the, the, the TV fare, but I'm sure that some of us will have some edges, and I'm looking forward to hearing all your views. Sir, Andy, I'm going to come to you first right. for your third best. Right. I'm going to go against my better judgment, probably. I'm going to go to York, first yeah. of all, and try and unravel one of these handicaps the 450 uh horse called garden oasis thought we ran a very strange race here last time out under a change of tactics when they uh tried to hold it up or ride it from the back of the field in a 20 runner one of those sunday series jobbies um but i thought there was a firm hint at revival there uh he's been coming down the handicap he's nearly back to where he's last winning handicap mark is uh the tactical change definitely didn't didn't work last time out um didn't get a clear run about two furlongs out and if you watch the video uh, on the 22nd of may they certainly finished with a bit of petrol left in the tank and weren't knocked around by mr sullivan um L- loves ripping doesn't he andy uh, loves Ripon, does, loves Ripon, doesn't loves, he? Loves Ripon, yeah, loves Ripon, won twice at Ripon, did win at York last year though, Nick, on the 23rd of July, uh, over over this uh, over this trip. I thought he was worth a point as long as um, as long as uh, hopefully they ride him a little bit more prominently again. Uh, Thick Dave is on this time, and uh, we all know that. Uh, Tim to beat loves a winner at York, so uh, I'll have a point on Garden Oasis in the 450. Good stuff, Andy. So Garden Oasis six to one with Denise Coates um, at the uh, advertised price at the time of recording. <laughs> good, luck you, good luck if you can get on there. Yes, with good old Denise. Yes, the richest woman in in the in the UK today. Um, so six to one Garden Oasis for Andy to kick us off. Um, John, I'm coming to you now for some some. Proper action. Yeah, Denise Coates. Uh. <laughs> uh, you Aaron, would. Aaron, Aaron Liz Trust, that's me, James Rayson. <laughs> <laughs> you could throw in the Dean in that. <laughs> For a four ball. Uh, no, I'd, I'd go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd uh, cool. if that was the case. Yeah. Um, cool. I, Worst of a miss, right? Yazaman, 7.15 at Leicester. Um, I think it's taken Carroll a while to work this fella out, but he's probably decided he's worked him out sufficiently that he needs to drop into this sort of company. <laughs> um, 
The run behind Twilight Calls at the Craven meeting was not devoid of promise, I thought. And then he sort of fell apart a bit after that. And then the last run, I thought, was quite encouraging, really. Yeah. Um, I think he's clearly well in with these, you know. I mean, if he's in any sort of form, um, I, I think this is a desperate eight, really. Um he, he ought to win this even if he engages your first gear and the yards out. Um, so, yeah, one point win. One point win, Yasaman. Um, for uh, Tom Morley, I believe, owns the horse. Um, and Tom has plenty of winners. He's a great lucky bastard. He is. He's, he's one of the lucky owners, like Dan Gilbert, etc., etc. There's lots of lucky owners. And, slams them in, does Tom. Slams in the lamb. So, yeah, 10 to 1 for John. Uh, again, with, with Denise Coates. So one point win Yazaman in the 7.15 at Leicester. Okay, coming to my third best, uh, 2.15 at Sandown tomorrow. I'm keen on the old boy, Via Serendipity, uh, the Charlie Fellows runner. Um, I think this horse has a lot more to offer. Uh, was caught in a very tactical race last time out where XL Power of Archie Watson's got a ex- really easy lead. And and basically bossed the race, and I, and I thought Via Serendipity did shape very very well. I like the booking of Harry Davis taking the five off. Um, I like the fact that they dropped two pounds for the last run for nothing. Really, it couldn't win. It couldn't win off the fractions. So you get two pounds for nothing plus the five takes you down to eighty six. Um, won last year off ninety. Uh, Goodwood uh, also won off eighty six uh, at Windsor. And I think, given the state of this race, I think he he, sh- he should go very very well. Um, and so one point win for me at eight to one available again with Denise Kurtz. Act- it's Denise Kurtz action tonight, John. It's off all the way. Indeed, can um, Nick Davis complete the six four one? Right then, I have, I've, I've changed my mind because my original selection of this race was a non-runner. But put it in your things, put it in your tracker for when you get a bit of a softer ground. I think it's why it's Pocket the Profit was an original mm-hmm. selection. Ran yeah. a great race at Epsom last week from first two, but always up there. He didn't have a nice passage and he came from came from way back, missed the break completely. But he's I, running, I'm going here. Not surprisingly. Yeah. Another shit ride. <laughs> he was. But I'm going here with a horse I don't think he's been quite seeing out in the mile that well. He did run a good race in second behind King of Speed, who's going to come second or third in the Britannia next week. It's Bullet Force. Uh, he does have a few twos between him his name, but he hasn't been quite out seeing the mile. He's got the uh, visor on. He's drawn eight, but I'm not too... I'm not too, it's about seven and a half hours. I'm not too phased by that because over seven and a half and there's no cutaway, this thing. So I think there's a lot of pace down at the rail, but he could get, it's just a slotting trip, I hope, just slightly wide. Because when you've got no cutaway, the ones tracking the leaders down the rail at Chester, it becomes quite a different race. You know, they can't get a run with a cutaway. They can duck in just off the thing and get in collar a leader close home. 
But uh, Bullet Force, I think it's quite a big price here, and he could run a good race. Yes, visored for the first time as well under Rossa Ryan at 20 to 1 on the nose, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, good, good stuff. Is that with Denise? I'm just wondering now. Is that is that with Denise Kurtz? Have we got the six four one up? You know, with Denise Kurtz on the third rounders. No, twenties is with Bet Victor and Carl. Terrible that's, from you. That's a shameless. That's a saving grace, that point, you could have stuck the four timer on Twitter, caused <laughs> a bit of a riot, and then cashed out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cashed out for for seven pound eighty six profit. Um, so bullet force for for, for Nick. Uh, I agree what you said about pocket the profit. I, I think he's a, he's everyone's waiting for him with the right conditions. I thought there was a lot of pace in that race, but we'll come to that later on. So thanks, Nick, for your uh, first selection of the weekend. Okay, I'll kick us off then with the uh, the two pointers. Um, bit more obvious. Uh, we need a blogger bet. Everyone needs a blogger bet. Three or three or five race at York tomorrow. I am very keen on Mandoob. Um, nine to four generally available. I think this horse after the wind up showed a lot at Ascot last time. If you look at Mandoob's form, um, he's got beat to some really credible rivals. In fact. Without doubt, he's the most solid runner uh, in this race. He was second to Yabir in the Bahrain Trophy, which is like that. That's tremendous form. And then he was second to Alazi, obviously, who's, who's now lined up for a Hardwick bid, only six to one for that. And and he ran a perfectly good race. Third Realm was third. Third Realm came out and um, uh, bolted up next time in a listed race at Goodwood. So I, I just think that's the best form on offer right now. Kamare. Uh, me and John were keen on at York um, last season. We actually attended York um, for the Ebor Festival, and we Kamari. Do you remember John? Kamari was very weak in the. Um, well, the in the was in there. It was yeah. unbelievable how we went. Yeah, it drifted so badly on the exchanges. So they clearly they knew there were some issues there. Um, they then give him time off, second to Minerva. I'm not so. I'm not so sure that. Kamari's, but then the Godolphin money is quite shrewd. So if they came for that strong, then that I suppose that that might be a bit of a worry. But I think Manuba's got them covered um, by that. So yeah, confident two point win for me at nine to four. Generally available. Okay, John, I'll come to you second. My second best bet is in the two ten at Chester. And Andy was saying about Happy Tim loving a winner at York. Well, if there's anything he loves nearly as much as a winner at York, it's the lunches at Chester. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Copper Nate. He's been knocking at the door, um, indicating the return to the winner's circle is imminent. He's one round here. He's got a decent draw. I don't think this is a particularly deep race. And I think the mark's workable as well now, so I'm happy to jog along with him with some, as I say, I think there's some in-and-out performers here, and I, I don't think this is the stiffest task he's faced this season by a long stretch. So I'll rock along there with two points win. Two points win, seven to two, more or less generally available, lots of upmakers offering that. Uh, interesting Adam Norman Paddock comments. On Copper Night, um, he described this on the 21st of May as still not fully fit and uh, behind in its coat 
That was uh, at the York race where it was four lengths behind Illusionist uh, off a mark of 101 since since Rano K off 98. Uh, Happy Tim seems to run them getting fit. So, John, I like that one. Uh, four, uh, well, was four to one. You can't have that. Seven or two for your two points. Good selection. So, Copper Knight, slight easing grade for him. Coming to you, Nick Davis, for your two pointer. Right, the 250. Illustrating pieces on first time. It's a funny one, this one. It lost no, it had no chance after the start at uh, Bath first time out. It's got some good form with Twilight Jet in the Cornwallis last year. Second, Twilight Jet's come out and won this year, 110. Uh, I'm just wondering, he needs to break, though, and track the Tory on Live the Dream. And I think he can easily do that. She can easily do that, sorry. But I thought we just thought it was the overpriced one in the race. 10 to 1, I think, around about. Um, no, no, you've had that. You, 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 oh, right. you, you, I know you, I haven't had that. You have had it. You, you've, you've gone around the shops. This, I know you. Right, 17 to 2 is the best available. That's William Hill, Bet Victor, Coral. Right. Um, Lab Brooks. Um, so two point seventeen to two for Nick. He's had the tens. He has had the tens. Believe me, yes, yes, yes. So two points illustrating for Nick. Uh, yeah, uh, just a slight headwind as well at um, at Sandown tomorrow, which might stop the the front end live, living the dream that will blast off like like some Elon Musk rocket um, might uh, might struggle to get home there in the in the thirteen mph. Uh, head direct headwind that they've got tomorrow. Andy, coming. Thanks, Nick. Coming to you for your two points, please. Right. Unusually, I'm going to go to Bath, which oh. is horse, which is a track I'm not really. I don't really. Well, I don't really like. No, nothing really against it, but I never really seem to have a bet there. But Eclil has turned up there in the four eleven. Now I noted this one last time out when he ran behind Mount Kosciuszko which for students of geography will know that is the highest peak in Australia. See, you learn something. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that. You you learn something. Uh, And Mount Kosciuszko definitely had the run of the race when they clashed at Windsor last time out. And Eklil was beaten half a length. Mount Kosciuszko made the run in, got the run of the race, got on the old golden highway at Windsor. And poor old Eckleal had to come from a mile off uh, off the pace and race in the watered slop. That you generally mm. get at the uh, greedy Betty's, like <laughs> greedy Betty's local. <laughs> um, only got beaten half a length. I like Ray Guest with this type of horse. Um, Callum Shepherd rode it last time. I'll just see if he's on, uh, if he's on this time as well. I think he may, yep. he may well be. Yes, I think he is. Yep. And just didn't, uh, I don't get too hung up on jockeys, but Callum's on it, uh, which is fine. Uh, horse travels strongly. I mean, he really should have won last time out. Um, the other winner in the race, or the winner who's close up to him in the race, is Whisper, who beat uh, three Ernie's milk float horses at Brighton at the uh, gas pit that is Brighton last time out. And Eccleal, 7-2 with Denise is the only price I can see, but I'll have a couple of points at 7-2. to two. Love it, Andy. Yep, I think it's really good, good form for the level. Uh, I stiffened it last time. Um, I, I had a good bet on it at uh, Windsor. Um, yeah, it was sick. Um, <laughs> Should have won. Yeah, yeah. I, um, but yeah, I, I do like the reasoning. Um, 
Good bet. Seven or two. A solid seven or two point there from Andy. Two-pointer. Okay, so that completes the two-point round. I'm coming to John now for the max bet. This is a fucking amazing pick, this. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, prepared to be dazzled. Right? Um, this one is in the 4.15 at York, and it is Common Acclaim. Um, this is a good sort. It will come on a ton for the debut, which it made it ripping, where it was switched in behind from the stalls and made minimal progress for even less effort from the saddle. And then once I passed the post, this thing was in front of a lot of them on the pull-up, ran so the line like an absolute Trojan. Cost 150k. Tim won't have a better looker in the yard than this. It's got some real substance to him. Doesn't look a particularly early rat like you often get in these type of races. Um, I, I think he's going to find stacks on the WO effort. And in view of the price, I'm going one and a half points each, whatever. I think this will go very, very close. I'm not even going to call you a wanker for that because five, uh, a bullseye, a Jim Bowen, a Jim Bowen, five or uh, 50 to one. Uh, common acclaim. We don't, this is it. This is good stuff on the bastards. Um, I like John's paddock comments on that. There's one thing I've known John for years is his, is his paddock assessments are top draw. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. 50s, John. Brilliant. Um, this, this could be a, Ooh, humdinger. Uh, common acclaim. Tim Easterby. Uh, happy Tim. Adam Norman's paddock comments for the day said it carried condition as well on debut. So obviously uh, that was a, a gimme for Tim, uh, leaving it nice and slack for debut, John. Absolutely, yeah. I think uh, I, I think he's going to find this on debut tomorrow. Good stuff. Lovely spot. 50s, folks. No messing. Okay. Andy, I'm coming to you for your max bet. Right. We're going to go to probably just about one of the hardest races of the day, but I do like this. I do like this horse. I'm a little bit worried about the draw at York, but sort of heartened by what I saw today, although it does seem to be a bit of a, a movable feast, shall we call the draw at York on occasions. Yeah. Uh, but on the, on, especially on the, uh, on the sprint track. Um, but I'm going to go, uh, with a horse called Harry Three, whose form ties in very closely with that of Ingratore, who is favourite and very progressive. And they both come from what is a very good race, that race at Newmarket where Ingratore um, won is always a good race. I think it was a race that Rohan came out of last year and Creative Force. Uh, and this race has always produced good winners as well. Um, there have been some crackers out of this out of this particular race over the years. So, again, it's a race to follow. But uh, Harry Three, I liked his run last time out. He's got a little bit to do... He's got a little bit to do with... Well, that race, he's got a little bit to do with uh, Ingratore to come back to form. But I think, you know, he won last time out. I, I do like I do like those. I'm really worried about the draw in, in, in 19, which slightly puts me off. But I think there's six places available on Harry 3. Yes. Um, I've got a feeling he might actually just 
I've got a feeling he might be able to make up the the, the ground on um, on Ingratore. Um, there's six, you know, he's got, you know, he, he's, he's given a bit of, he's getting a bit of weight off him last time out. You can say he had no excuses last time out. The thing that really caught my eye was the booking of Ryan Moore. Yeah. It was a pretty early booking as well. So I, got, I just want to go with him again. Um, I, I respect Ingratore. There's a whole host of horses you can, uh, you can respect in this. Um, there's a really interesting horse who's been backed off the boards. I nearly backed earlier in the week, a horse called Anaf. If, yeah. you look, if you look at his form, um, the the form of the three-year-old sprint race at Good Friday at Newcastle, uh, where he was behind El Caballo and Tiber Flow and ties in with another horse called uh, Space Space Cowboy. I mean, they're yes. all really rated, but I think I think the market sort of picked that up now. It wouldn't surprise me to see him run a really good race. There's horses like Showtime Mahomes. Another investment is another one I sort of noted. And even Devaster, I thought, did well to win at, at uh, Leicester last time out. But I'm going to go with uh, my old mate, Harry Three. Uh, he won three important handicaps. Um, that, that race has actually produced a lot of decent stuff before. Caddo uh, Jenner and Dazzling Boy won that as well. Um, Ryan Moore's got a 31% strike rate for the stable. Harry Three with six places. Bit worried about the draw, but I think he at least, I'd be disappointed if he doesn't get in the first six. And I think he's um, an improving animal. Good stuff. Eight to one generally available. Uh, well, six places. I'm going to bottle out and have a point and a half each way. Point and a half each way. Skybet, Paddy Power, yeah. William Hill, and Betfair. Good stuff. Andy, okay. Nick Davis. I'm going to give you my three pointer. It's in the 245 Lawn Ranger. Lawn Ranger. He's been ridden aggressively the couple last time. All ATR have it uh, sectionals as fast. Yeah, in the 245, yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, if he's not ridden too aggressively, he's only got Gene Baptiste, the only other pace in the race. As I said before, the rail at Chester is in, so there's, if they if they sort of don't go too mad, I can see this well, well handicapped in, on, on his previous form. I think he's very, I think he's the outsider of the field if I if if I remember 16, rightly. Sixteen to one, Nick. Yeah, yeah. So I think he's is is my definite. If I can have a definite bet tomorrow, that will be the one. And I think he'll go very close off that mark. So three points win, Lone Ranger for Nick. Um, yeah. So I mean, so that's very good, Nick. So good stuff, mate. Um, so now coming on to my three pointer. Um, which goes in the same as one that Andy's tipped in, but Andy's always already mentioned this um, in the shape of Anaf, and th- this was twenty to one early on. I, I, I kind of laughed at this price. I, how on earth they've come come to that conclusion? I don't know. Uh, ten you, to one. Did you get any? <laughs> uh, I asked for it off off, <laughs> off off my off my broker. My broker said he was out, and then and then. The price collapsed. Make of that what you will. Oh. Um, so I got, I got nothing. Um, well, anyway, so the ten to one. Broker's at twenty. Yeah, broker was on at twenties. Um, so nothing for me as always. Um, but ten to one, I think there's still juice because I would have this about second or third, eleven or two sixes, something like that. Um, this horse uh, ran very well, like Andy says, in the Newcastle race. Right, bizarrely, then 
the very strong form, El Caballo Tiber River, bizarrely was drawn on the right, on the correct side, but but you but did his usual when he when he broke out to the left. And then the jockey decided, well, I'm going to come stand side when obviously everything winning on the straight course was drawn low. So you can forget that run. And then third last time out, he's got the widest stall at Goodwood, which I suppose is good because he breaks out to the left. And then he's run third over seven furlongs on soft ground at Goodwood, which I'm not sure is ideal, to be honest. He ran a blinder, to be honest. So, so I, I didn't get the price of 20s. I would have him like sixes and and after from Sto- what a dream draw for these chaps. Stall one when you when you look out to the left for York's top jockey Danny Turup. So for me, and by the way, the last ten win, ten race, ten renewals of the Coral Sprint Trophy, seven have been drawn from stalls one to five. So there we go. So seven out of the last ten winners, stalls one to five. This is drawn one. This will go off about sixes. It's been hammered, but tens is still good. That's my three points win. Bingo, bongo, bango. So going against Andy, but I respect Andy's choice also uh, against. That would him. have been that would have been my sort of second choice in the race. And I think it's, yeah. a, really, it's a really good. As I said before, that race has this race at York has produced some really good winners in the past. Um, I think you can you can sort of reel reel them off. Uh, Twilight Sun, Shake Albadu. Uh, Cado Genera, all future pattern race performers, as we know, they all won that. In fact, they all went on to win Group One. So um, no matter what happens here, I think it's a worth it's a race worth putting uh, putting in the old notebooks. Yep, good stuff. Okay, on to the TV races then. Let's chew some fat. The three twenty Chester Davis has tipped Bullet Force, pocket the profit and on runner. Uh, we've got five to one favourite Thunder Legend. Any thoughts, chaps? They're very valuable. Hundred and one thousand mm-hmm. guaranteed. Any thoughts on this? I like Nick's pick. He he's, he's certainly got mileage. Yeah. Mm. I, I think it'll go well around there. I, I think we very very suited to the track, actually. It's it's quite a handy close couple type um, on appearance, and I think uh, I think the track will suit it very much. Visor sharp, there's not a lot to dislike there at all. No. Uh, Andy, any views in this? Uh, I thought Roman Dragon had a bit of a chance. Likes to get out on the on the pace. Um, he's got a, a reasonable draw, but again, it's one of those typical Chester races, isn't it? And I've I've got a bit of a a bit of a downer on Chester this year, to be honest with you. Point line, point line. That's a bit interesting. First run for Edward Bethel away from the Charlie Hills Death Camp. <laughs> yeah, good, yeah, good spot. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I thought Roman, Roman Dragon, if he, you know, stall four, bit of Franny round there for uh, Hugo. Now he's taken over from the the Dascombe Death Camp. Um, yeah, I like a bit of Franny around there. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I'm sure there'll be. I'm sure there'll be plenty of Franny around on the day as well. The thing is with Chester, it's it's a completely different course when you have got the cutaway. Mm. Yeah. Have they, got it to, have they got it tomorrow? No, no cutaway. No cutaway. No. So Tight. those on the rails could be trapped. That's my sort of. Uh, yeah. That's my sort of. Uh, and then if they get out, in, one gets out in front. Mm. Just, that's, just, that's, just, the, that's the thinking with Roman. I don't. Don't he generally likes to be on the pace, and I don't think Franny's going to sit in behind. So uh, at, the, at the worst, you should be in for a bit of uh, trading activity there if you're quick with your fingers on the old buttons. Yeah. 
I mean, just just one thing about what John said about Point Linus. Uh, beat Outgate uh, last season. Beat Bullet Force last season. Exminster was fifth mm. in that new market handicap, and then switched from Death Camp to. Um, and and his knackers off as well, which is interesting because he looked a bit of a skittery bastard last year. Twenty-two <laughs> so, into fourteens. John used to write for Rayform notebooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine John's like shortened expletives, like like bastard would be like BSTD, wouldn't it? You know, like look LKD. So for looked looked uh uh, skitty, which would be S K T Y B S T D. It actually, John would have been all right with Mackenzie and Selby, wouldn't he? The old point of pointers and the chasers book. He'd have been all right in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I remember one comment was it had it has a built-in ejector seat for a horse. <laughs> what we need yeah more like that more form books like that okay so we've done the chester race uh we go to 140 sandown oh look at this for a gamble iron hands king kong bound sylvester the souza for rafe and ralph beckett brothers uh four to one v site is fab for the uh mile and a furlong uh, uh tv intro there at sandown any thoughts chaps yeah, this already looks fucking disgusting, doesn't it? So it seems into so. Dirt, dirt, dirty, Rafe. Ah. Dirty, dirty. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, three quiet ones, 74. He, he, he's probably got a stone up his sleeve here, hasn't he? I mean, that's the, that's the, that's the, this is the kind of race as well where you can probably, you know, like looking at the the kind of runner that we've got here, more more or less exposed. You know, if you've got anything in hand in this race, this is this is the race you want to run in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- I think this is, that's that that's kind of some sums the race up. I mean, this is, Rafe didn't want this race chopped off, then did he? No, three hundred. He didn't want this one chopped no. off. Thought I'll have some of this. He'd rather chop his own bollocks off. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Ralph. Um, yes. for that matter. Um, but but yeah, I mean, yeah, indeed. Um, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, uh, I don't know. Could could just out of the box? Could Paul Cole's sanitizer win with a clean break? I don't know. The fucking old Mohammed Tabti or whatever. Well, well, he's quite, he's quite. What's going on round there with him? He's he's quite a problem. No, no, no. All right, we'll 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 wash our hands of it. We'll wash our hands of uh, sanitizer. We'll move on to. <laughs> Two fifteen. Yeah, I'm so shit. <laughs> that is so shit. Um, two. two... <laughs> two fifteen. We come on to the Coral Place Racing Super Series. What, what on earth that is? I don't know. Coral Play Racing Super Series. I have absolutely no idea what that is. Uh, encouraged is under to 35. Uh, again, Iron Hands, the the, the King Kong bound uh, Sylvester D'Souza rides another fab. Could this be a front running day, like right round round Sandown? Not a lot. Not a lot of pace there, is there? No, very, a race very quiet on pace, which is if, yeah. If there was a lot of pace, I thought Lyndon B loves it around here. Yeah, uh, it's the only place he usually runs a race, 
but I they usually get sold up. And, yeah, I can see a lot of a lot of messing around in this race. I mean, your VSM Serendipity has a chance, but I just thought this is a yuck. Well, the the thing with VSM, sorry, sorry for going on about the the selection, but um, they, they they are versatile on tactics with that. They have sort of track leaders and made all with that in the past. So yeah. I'm just thinking that they might switch that up today and and, and realise there's no pace and think, right, we'll, we'll sit second or third, by which case, you know, then it becomes a decent bet. But is I... Deputy is still in the uh, the Hunt Cup and they're going to need to get... And the Buckingham Palace is going to need a penalty to get in, certainly get in the Hunt Cup. So is that part of the plan? Yeah, it could, could be Andy, yeah. Yeah, good spot. Like, I've not looked at the entries. So. The, the other one, sneakily down the bottom, is Sheer Rocks with uh, David Egan re- replacing Charles Bash the Bishop. Yep. Yeah. Oh, God, Jesus. I mean, if, if ever I could if I, I could discuss a, a bad jockey, it's <laughs> Charles Bishop. He's terrible. I, 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 I mean, I, I, I forgot how bad he was. I mean, Eve Johnson out and probably, like, double the strike rate. Um, if you got somebody decent, I, I, he, he's not. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good, good jockey switch that. Mm. Like you say, mm. anything else? And and, and there's, as as Nick said, there's not a lot of pace in that. It wouldn't surprise me if the old first time in a first time in a handicap um, they uh, boot that out in front because there ain't a lot of pace in this race. Drawn two. Yeah, they they did they they did make the run on the debut, didn't they? I don't know. Mm. Did they make the run in last time at Epsom? Did they? Mm, sort yeah, it was on the pace. They have ridden it prominently, shall we say? So uh, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me uh, in a race that lacks any. But the the two I, I respect the two at the front end of the market, but they've both gone up for for runs last time out. And V and Serendipity is very interesting off that sort of mark with uh, with young Harry Davis on, uh, and uh, and the other one was Sheer Rocks down the bottom with a jockey change of Egan for Bishop. Is he going to water tonight? Oh, probably. Well, you won't find out until about nine o'clock when he's on the morning line. Yeah, that's, that's, the, pr- that's the problem, isn't it? Because this sheer rocks. I mean, that, all right, there was the, the Charles Bishop factor, but that uh, Epsom was far and away the juiciest ground that horse had run on. I mean, mm. the previous wins came on good to firm, and believe it or not, firm at Chepstow. So. I mean, who, who knows anymore, John? But yeah. you, you can guarantee you can guarantee there'll be a going change after the first race, yeah, or the second race, or even it, the third race because that happens be, every meeting. This could be a bit of a weapon, really, if it's rattling. Hmm. You know, and a lot of these, well, you know, I mean, they could be sad and could be hooking raspberries, couldn't they? <laughs> I mean, the thing is, this Clark has has got like like big form for 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 this uh, Sandown Epsom. Clark of the course, and he's for me, he's one of the worst in the country because what he's doing is creating track biases. I, I think today, if you look at Sandown today and you watch Sandown, uh, the inside looks pretty dead. They're all they're all fanning out, mm. and that and that again, that's that to me. When you start watering, like like a friend of the show, Stuart Williams, came on and said, sometimes when you water, it will it will water will sink in and go to the parts where it most needs it well if that's the inside of the track um so that that's slower i mean t- you know also trying to make all today on the round course at sandown on the inside won absolutely nothing nothing 
nilch nothing. And, and how many time, how many times have you seen races one off the front at Sandown? Quite often when it's a yes. decent surface. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah when, when, it's, when, when it's fast, it's known as like, get on that inside, get round there. Mark Johnson used to send, you know, like his, his two-year-olds, three, three, you know, like mm-hmm. they'd the ping, ping out round the inside and try and make up. Look at the, the thing that won the Stayers race came from an absolute mile back. Yeah, like all fanning out. And that's the thing. Yeah. I, I always say horses that, you know, they're not daft because it's like, if if they feel it on the le- on the left side, that they'll they'll hang towards the better ground because if it's easier on one side compared to the other, they'll, they'll, they'll that's why sometimes they'll drift across and hang mm. to find that best ground because it's easier. So mm. so so this is why we're getting horses fanning out at Sandown because literally the 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 man is chucking on absolute floods and floods and floods, and and he's watering. For, he's not he's not not doing it for safe ground. He's watering for good ground. Which is absolutely, I don't know who's, and, and I'm sick of the the media bigwigs, Hislop, everybody else, you know, like on this topic. I, I like Hislop and Look. I think they're tremendous journalists and tremendous presenters and broadcasters. But on this topic, they always seem to defend Andrew Cooper. You know, I, I have absolutely all no you idea have to why. Do, all you have to do is to rebut that, is to say, look at the Turf Tracks Going Stick archive from 2012 for all courses yeah. and look at it the last couple of years. Yeah. Why wasn't it safe then? Yeah, no, exactly. What What on earth have we, we're developing? It's, it's terrible for the breed. I've no idea who wants this because punters don't want it. I know some, some trainers might, some trainers might want some more cut in the ground for certain types of horse. But other than that, why can't we run on good, 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 fast, good to firm, in the another thing that's been another thing that's been missed about uh, or a lot of our horses being sold to Hong Kong, yeah, it's the prize money. But if you've got a fast ground horse mm. related to about nineteen ninety five, why would you keep it in this country? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. That's the thing. They co- they're coming over to our sales now, uh, cherry picking the best fast ground stock and taking them away from like because the U- the UK for some kind of reason. Is 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 producing good ground, and then we know when the heavens open, we end up like like Andy's pointed out many times on social media. I've given, I've given up now because it's just ridiculous. It's, it is every day, literally, literally yeah. the going change from. I mean, I'm look, sure they had Caymans on the far rail at York for the last five years. Yeah, I mean they used to they, they used to race up the far rail. Now it's coming swing wide up the middle. Yeah, and who remembers back in the day? The Sandown uh, Sprint Course yeah. when Stanside was good. You didn't. Well, they used to have stat. They used to have. You used to set your clock by it, where the stalls were. If they were in the Stanside, well, they don't put them Stanside much now, do they? No. They no. used to put them Stanside, and then they used to put them far side, and then they, you know, there was there was always one some kind of bias in a lot of places. We used to be soft, soft far side. You wanted the far rail. Firm near side, you wanted the near rail. Yeah. No. So this is where we're at. Uh, the, what I would say is tomorrow, if you're playing at Sandown, uh, beware of the inside and, mm. you know, and anything that if you're betting in running. Uh, and you watch as much of the opening show as you can stomach. Yeah. Well, yeah. You <laughs> might pop up and say what he's put on. Yeah, there's that. I, I mean, that's the thing. It's disgraceful. A clock of the course that basically is media driven. He's not. He's, he's. That's not for the good of owners. He's media driven. 
he wants to appear on on the on the TV and give his stick as late as possible. In fact, he's one of the latest Clark of the courses to produce his going on a going day. He's later than the others. He doesn't do the 6.37 a.m. No, no, no. He, he appears on the, the morning line. Uh, it's, it's, it's terrible. I, I, I really do not rate him one iota. And, and those in the media defending him, shame on you because punters care and punters need accurate information. So 250 Sandown is the scurry stakes. Katura, a class act uh, in terms of ratings, is 11 to 8 favourite. Do we agree this is a good 11 to 8 chance, chaps? I, I, I think Nick's got a good point about illustrating because if you adjust the ratings, illustrating comes out about the same horse. And yeah. So if you forgive the last run and the cheekies on this time, I think that's got a chance. And I'd also give Get Ahead a bit of a chance. I thought it ran quite a decent race at York last time out. Um, I, I certainly wouldn't be diving in at 11 to 8, let's put it that way. It's not not my sort of price. I'd rather either get involved in the without favourite markets and back a couple in that, and they would be get ahead and illustrated. Yeah. Yeah. John, anything? I'd probably prefer the little bit of juice in the ground, so if he does water, I'd, I'd probably say I'd illustrate. If, if, there was a, if they were making a print, I'd be very strong on illustrating, to be honest. Hmm. Yeah, some good points. So, so none of us really that 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 firm on Katura. Um, I'm more of a like a headwind man. If if it's blowing like the forecasting, I don't I don't really want to back a back a front runner. I'd rather get something with a bit of cover early on, uh, maybe for in running purposes. But that's my interest on the race. Okay, we'll come to the Premier Track in the UK today, York. To finalise our preview, the two o'clock race is the Queen Mother's Cup. For female amateur jockeys, uh, a race that uh, is very dear to, to many um, uh, female amateur jockeys in that this, this is the race that they kind of all want to win. Becky Smith holds the mantle of being favourite at 4-1 to one with top anticipation. Any thoughts on this, chaps? Does she need... I think she only needs one winner to lose a claim, doesn't she? I think she's... Has she done it? Has no, no, done? no, I'm you're right. Sure. No, 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 you're right. No. Andy, you are 100% correct, as usual. Your statistical knowledge. Um, yeah, I think uh, she needs one, which is, a, which is fantastic. I mean, well well done, Becky, if she does uh, ride out a claim. She's got a good chance here on t- top anticipation. She seems to have been a bit rejuvenated of late. Um, you know, there's some, there's some good riders in this. Even better when they keep their foot on the floor to get the old champagne count up as well. Yeah, um, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> What what I thought here was a uh, uh, King of the Midlands got one of the worst rides I've seen, I've seen from Harry Davis, who obviously is a very prominent promising apprentice, but he could not have got it more wrong. Maybe the horse bolted off with him though. Maybe that maybe I'm being a bit harsh, but but he was miles clear at Goodwood and and got nailed. If you wouldn't that, bet your bollocks on Molly Landell bossing him then, would you? To be fair, I agree, John. I agree. I mean, we, you know, you have to. It's horses for courses. But I, I, I was quite impressed. Molly Landau rode a double in the in the spring over jumps. Yeah, the Ravens um, return. She Ravens right? Ravens yeah, return. She's and, decent, and she's quite tidy. She's she's. I yeah. I, 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 I quite I was quite impressed by her. Um, so I, I hope it goes well for her. Kind of just just from a fan point of view rather than a punting point of view because it's difficult to punt on these races because obviously they always say in amateur races they go too hard early and stuff like that so it, it's not a betting race for me 
For uh, a, from a sentimental point of view, Lee, I'd, I'd probably like to see um, Fergal's daughter win, uh, Fern. I mean, she was a bit unlucky at Cardinal when the old weight yeah. fell off, which was because you'd given the horse a bloody good ride, to be honest with you. This, this could be run to sell that, couldn't it? Yeah, and it could, it could be run to see that. And she, she's certainly a very, very promising lass. Uh, on on uh, on you know when she's ridden all sorts of you know horses and races she's certainly very promising and as John says it could be run to suit that it, it, like you Lee I wouldn't be getting over involved in it but um, no, there's, a, there's, a, there's a few storylines to come out of the race shall we say yeah yeah for sure okay two thirty five Davis Davis pointed out um, he, a few runs ago that he thought Boardman would keep winning for a little bit. Is Boardman now up to the mark, Nick, where we're saying this could be like, you know, that that that's the point. Well, he's in the he is seven years old, but he's in the form of his life. But he, I'm a bit I'm a bit gutted he's never been a suitable price for me. Uh mm. yeah, everyone else sort of agreed with me. But you know, the only thing with a with his he's got a useful little turn of foot, gets him out of trouble. But I say, do I want him back him at nine to four as a seven-year-old off the highest mark he's ever had? Nah, not really. So I mean, it was just one of those wasted notebook things, wasn't it? Well, it is because because you, like you, you've passed him a couple of times because of the price. And to be fair, his last two wins, he's been absolutely hammered in the market. He, he was much bigger both, but for the last for the for the two last wins, and I, I think. I'm not sure what show you were on, but but you 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 said you know like you're even passing at bigger prices than than what he went off at, and despite him winning well, but I suppose you could look at he beat Northern Express at first, and if you mm. watch Northern Express today, cool. that's absolutely bolted up, um, Andy. Yeah, I'm bit yeah, Boardman is yeah, there's a whole sub sort of bit like Nick. I followed a bit a bit around sort of more around Chester than anywhere else, but he has been built. I was just about to point out the old Northern Express form today. That did absolutely bolt up. Fine. It's a bit quirky that horse, but I think in a big field he's he's actually better than that grade. I'd I'd sort of even mark him up a little bit for that today. He's a horse I quite like actually. Um going through this race, I did think Lion Tower is very solid and Grant Chua seems to have hit a bit of bit of form now as we thought he would because he's a, a bleeding good trainer. I thought that Maywake might have a chance in this. One year last time out. Um, is, it's a bit like Bourbon, really, isn't it? Sort of, again, going through the handicap. Looks to sort of win more races. Has the handicapper really got hold of him? One off 80 last time out. It's gone up another £7 this time. Has one at York, which you always sort of, I always count that as a little bit of a plus and a, uh, you know, a plus point. Son of Mason. Probably needs a little bit of cut in the ground, which he didn't look that didn't that bad today. Um, one on good to soft last time out. He'd be sort of one. It's one of those sort of races where you can see three or four winning it, but does anything really appeal at the price? Yeah. Um, it's one It's one of those, isn't it? If Baldwin wins, you're sort of fine. Maywake wins where he's nine to two, that's fine. Lion Tower, yeah. We've seen Chalet how many times around York? Yeah, Titan Rock, we've seen around there a few times. Young Fire, it's one of those. If you probably ran it, what, 10 times, you'd probably get about three or four different results. One of those Saturday races, do you need to have a bet in? Is the first thing I'm asking myself. And my answer is no. Tricky, John. It is indeed. I mean, I was 
The thing, the thing that interests me about Bardman is, since he came with Tim, he's a proper shit on bust merchant, isn't he? <laughs> he's, he's, not, he's never finished second or third for Tim. No. Um, he was stuck way at Chester. He was stuck very wide, wasn't he? Um, I think uh, if you were going to take him on, um, I'd, I'd probably place Leia rather than win Leia, to be honest. Mm. But I, I don't see why he can't run pretty well, really, on £24 I last time. Um, I, I don't think there is his factory talent, to be honest. Um, but I don't feel compelled to have a better either, really. No, summed up rather well. Um, the 305 is the uh, Sky Bet Race to Ebor Grand Cup Stakes, a listed event. Uh, Mandoob, obviously, I've tipped up, so I'm going to stay quiet here. Um, made my case. Um, thoughts, chaps? You'll make Mandoob since the year dot, haven't you, really? I have. I have. To be fair, I've, I've championed him for a while. Um, I think the step up in trip is, is bound to suit. They were talking about the Bahrain Trophy as a three-year-old. So the fact that he's shown up so well over a mile and a half and quite steadily run. I know people say, well, he made the running, yes, but you know, it do, it's no advantage if you're making your own running in a, in a tactical affair when you haven't got the perk of, say, the, the, the shirts and no. Arze that's in the hard week. I, I just think if, if we get a truly run... I mean, I'd like to see Mandoob in the Ebor, to be honest. I, I think, I think that, I think he, I think that's the, the right sort of race for him. But as tomorrow, I, th- I think there's a lot of sort of doubts about some of the the runners. Uh, John Leap is just not. I, I think this is it for Mandoob tomorrow. I, I think he needs, he needs to deliver. Here. Yeah. Hmm. I, I think this is on a plate for him. Really. Yeah, I, I do. I do. I don't think Kamari's what it is. Without a fight, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's good. He's pretty good. Gets the three-pound uh, penalty. Uh, and Glenn, nine-year-old. John Leeper, disappointing sort. And that, I think you can forget our listens. So, yeah, uh, Nick, Nick Andy? Nothing for me, yeah, really. wouldn't be having Wouldn't be having a bet, but, yeah, I'd probably think Mandoop should be favourite over Kamari, but that's about as far as I'd go. Quite happy to... Um, Quite happy to stay out of it. Yeah, no, he's I'll fair. Cheer, I'll cheer yours on. There you go. It, it's it's fair. It's fair comment. I mean, I mean, I I just think sometimes like nine to four, it's a bit short. But but at the same time, I think you have to evaluate the opposition, and and I'm not so sure the race is that deep. And yeah, so I think nine to four might not be look too bad. Hopefully for. Mandoob and Brian Meehan. So we'll come on to the uh, Memorial Sprint, uh, the Coral Sprint Trophy, as, as some would better know it. Uh, um, me and Andy have, have, have already showed our hand here with Harry Three and uh, Anaf. So, Nick, John, anything that you like? Nothing, nothing for me here. I don't think, I think I, last time I took notice of the race, Mr. Lupton, did Mr. Lupton win this? Mr. Lupton, yeah, Mr. Lupton, yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that won that. Uh, you know, I, I like to use it for further reference, really. But, but was it, I mean, I mean, this race could could potentially throw up a future group race sprinter. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. As I said, I'm not a great fan of punting at York these days, with them they all spread out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. In the middle of the course, I'm not. I'm not. It's not, it's not my favourite course. This is Northern bias. <laughs> I, 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 I'm hearing this firsthand now. This is northern by anti-northern bias from David. I John. like Chester. I like Chester. 
Well, that's north. Well, that's northwest. That's Andy's land. That's <laughs> it's not God's country. Mr. Mr. Have I started a War of the Roses? 2016, Mr. Lapsford, <laughs> wasn't it? Um, yeah. Anyway, John. I thought vintage Clarence might be interesting if uh, Fay can get him back to former glories. I think uh, that's quite feasibly handicapped. Um, but again, I, it, at risk of sounding anti-Northern bias, this type of race doesn't really float my boat. To be honest, hmm. no, it's, it's, it, 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 it is a stiff one to be honest. I mean, it, it is tough. Um, enough has, has, has certainly not my duck off, but but yeah, I, I do think Andy's made a good case for Harry Three. Uh, I was I backed in Grator last time, was very impressed, but did have a nice, lovely, smooth run, uh, and now drawn worse in 11. Well, it might be worse, we don't know. But statistically, it looks looks one for the lower numbers. How much was Mick Windmill going to put on the value of that place when he got, didn't get his farming permit? He's, he, he's, he's seven what, million already, and uh, yeah, couldn't improve it. No, were you shocked when Mick Windmill's put up for sale? I was shocked it was worth seven million. <laughs> It's, it's the times now. It's, just, it's the times. The area, the area where I live in York, I, the, the, some, something went up for rent near me, and it's something like two and a half grand a month. Um, oh. I mean, I know, I know. Two and a half grand a month? Yeah, it's just, it's, 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 it, I tell you, it's got, York is crazy. Right, yeah. it's, it, it's going it's going the same way as as, as all the... the Is that uh, called Staffley? I think we'd need we need staff, butlers, uckers, and cocaine chucked in for two and a half. A fucking lot of cocaine <laughs> as well. We would. We definitely need that. Um, okay, I think that's us done. Uh, so I hope you enjoy our very best bets because we've put time and energy into it, and hopefully we will line your pockets with silver. Myself, John. And Chris will be back, as normal, on Sunday with the Sunday Sermon. So, enjoy the weekend. Back plenty of winners. Bye for now.